Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Tourpreneur podcast where we flatten the learning curve for tour operators around the world. Today I am joined on the phone by John Peel. John is the founder and president of Sansi. Now Sansi is a company claimed to have developed the first hygiene certification system built specifically for the tours activity and attractions industry. They say that unlike the heavily regulated restaurant, hotel, and cruise ship sectors, governments don't regulate and inspect tours or attractions in the same way, leaving this highly fragmented section of the industry without any uniform sanitation guidelines. So I was curious to find out, how do Sansi go about evaluating a tour and activity? What goes into issuing this Sansi shield? Uh, I also ask, what, how does the public know that this Sansi shield has any teeth? And what is John seeing tours and activities and attractions doing right now to reassure nervous travelers? So before we cross over to John, I want to share a little bit more about his background because I've met John, I've worked with John in tourism, but I didn't know this about him, right? So John actually, uh, in his early years, studied epidemiology. Sorry if I've butchered that. <laughs> I could just about say it, let alone spell it. Um, and he worked in health and safety. He's reviewed sanitation system designs and performed hygiene inspections at hotels, pools, restaurants, and schools. He also worked with the CDC back in 1996, researching hantavirus, which was the last novel coronavirus to hit the U.S. Um, he has a law degree, and in the travel industry, he was an early employee at Viator, City Sightseeing USA, Tickets, take walks. So he has this unique combination, if you will, of the scientific sanitation background and also working for OTAs and working for attractions. Um, so ideally place, you would say, for this business. Welcome to Tourpreneur, John. How are you? Um, well, Shane, thanks for having me on. I wanted to kick off with this question, if I may. You, you said in a recent interview 
What's clearly missing in the wake of the crisis are sanitation standards defined for the tours activities industry. How do we go about creating standards and enforcing those? Well, you know, recently we've made uh, quite a bit of progress in, in proving me wrong on that. Uh, IAPA has released uh, a 36-page document of recommendations, and uh, USTA has also come out with their own set of recommendations in conjunction with a lot of other trade industries. Uh, the, the challenge with that is that uh, those organizations aren't international and they are not as micro in the tourism attractions industry as we perhaps need to be. So they can issue great guidelines and they're, they're all correct things like you know, hand washing and social distancing. Uh, but how do you apply that to something like a zipline operator or a wax museum? That's, that's our challenge, and that's where Sansi hopes to, to fill in the gaps. Yeah, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because standards is something that's come up in tours and activities in terms of hotels have a star rating. What do we have just to grade an actual activity in tour? And no one's really been able to come up with that answer. So I'm relieved to see that IAPA and the USTA are coming up with guidelines because there are going to be a lot of you know nervous travelers post-COVID. So it's important work that's going on here. So you are going to, your business you are going to have an evaluation process. Um, and then if the tour activity or attraction pass that evaluation, they're then given a shield. Is that correct? That is correct. That is half of, half of our mission mm-hmm. uh, to create a universally recognizable standard of, of sanitation and, and hygiene. The other half is to make sure that uh, everybody that can pass uh, our certification screening does. So it's uh, it's a list of about 100 questions that, that we've made up, and not every question is going to apply to every single attraction. But uh, we customize the, the questionnaire, and if there are challenges that were unthought of or uh, unattainable, we take some time uh, during that screening to talk about how they might be able to. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the folks we're talking to right now are still closed down, so there are plenty of opportunities to uh, incorporate some new designs, some new procedures, some new training uh, to to make sure that they are up to uh, the standards that uh, that we've set. Sure. So you send out the the hundred questions. That let, let's say uh, I'm going to pick on one here. I'm going to pick on a brewery tour. So let's say there's a brewery tour, and I say this because this was the tour I was <laughs> considering launching um, here in Vermont, which is a bus going off to various breweries. So let's say I'm running that tour, and I get your questionnaire, and I, I complete the hundred questions. You then analyze those results, and then if you you would then adjudicate whether I am of high standards or meeting your standards. How does that work exactly? So to say we adjudicate makes us sound a little more serious than we actually are. Uh, the screening process is done uh, over the phone, mm-hmm. so that with each question, uh, yeah, more questions may may evolve from that. We may take a different direction. Uh, we may stop and chat about why something is important. Some things may seem obscure. Some things are much more serious. There's a a huge controversy about whether or not we should allow or require employees to wear masks when they're interacting with the public. But in your example, for for a brewery tour, we would be looking looking at everything from the 
pre-purchase communication that you have with your guests through the vehicle that uh, that you'd be using, the seating in the vehicle, uh, the distribution of the samples at the breweries, uh, social distancing, uh, audio tour equipment that might uh, be recommended. Uh, it, it would be a, a unique questionnaire for each uh, for each tour or attraction. We ask that uh, everybody get about 80% of what the perfect scenario would be in order to, to get a shield. I guess that the big question I have, or as I see it, the biggest challenge for your business is you have this shield and how does that become universally recognized and trusted in the same way that Better Business Bureau have their grading or dare I say it, Zagat, if you see a good review on Zagat, you trust it. Um, how do you how do you convince the public that the Sansi Shield of certification is you know has got teeth? Well, we ask that uh, everyone who is a Shield holder uh, do their part to display the Shield and either uh, include information in their own website about what the Shield means or link back to ours. Our, our consumer site will be launching soon to explain what the Shield means to consumers. Uh, we're also working with other certification organizations uh, working uh, white label or behind the scenes to, to help them to create a universal sort of certification. Ideally, we want to merge all of that into, into one place where certifications are yeah, yeah, almost interchangeable. So you, uh, Portugal has a great clean and safe program. Singapore has their own program. They all work on roughly the same standards. And I think that there is a place for, uh, you know, for Sansi kind of filling in the gaps for countries or cities that may not have their own certifications. We're also working with uh, some major distributors as well. We're talking to to most of the, the OTAs to include us in, uh, in their system to help reassure their customers that, uh, uh, that something they do is is clean and sanitary. Uh, what's the OTA reaction been like? Very positive right now. Most of them were already working on a similar plan, but had not brought it to fruition yet. It's uh, difficult to implement something uh, something that they're not already experts at. OTAs are good at a lot of things. Uh, health, health inspections probably aren't one of them. And what's the reaction from the industry been like? Because when did you, you launch two weeks ago? Roughly? Right, right, right. Two weeks so, ago. You know, you, you're just starting out. What's the reaction been like from the industry? Uh, it's been it's been very positive, actually. It's uh, it's been a real struggle to to keep up. We have a headcount of about twenty now uh, in North America and Europe helping us out. Uh, we have other folks in. Uh, in, in the U.S. that are in our advisory board. So when we run into a question that we need to ask a lawyer or an epidemiologist or mm. someone in the insurance industry, we have those folks working for us as well. So keeping up has been the challenge. We're seeing a lot of interest, particularly among smaller tour operators who may not have a, an entire operations team or a ticketing team uh, who just want some good advice. 
What can you do with your reservation software? Take online bookings and payment? Manage your inventory? Automate processes? And view reports and insights? Yeah, of course. But can you also send digital waivers, build a stunning website, and get help around the clock? What about optimize your booking channels, diversify your distribution, use your favorite tools, and choose your pricing model? With Checkfront, you can. One booking platform, limitless possibilities. Find out more at Checkfront.com. Nervous travelers are going to be more concerned about, say, a museum and going into a closed space. They're going to be very nervous about bus tours. I mean, I had to take a Greyhound the week this hit from Montreal to Burlington, and I was worried on the Greyhound bus, right? I almost hired a car because I'm like, do I really want to be on a bus? And that's someone, you know, I work in the travel industry, and even I was nervous. Uh, an art museum, for example, will have a much more difficult time sanitizing than a, an outdoor attraction, for example. Uh, it's, it's easy to spray bleach on uh, stanchions or you know, clean a, a hard surface, but you can't really sanitize an art painting. You can't sanitize the Mona Lisa, for example. So the, the bigger attractions are coming to us with the more detailed issues, the, the harder problems to solve, whereas the smaller folks are more interested in where can we find time ticketing? Where can we find a reliable source So of with mass, an attraction, for instance, like is that, that going to require an in-person... I'll use the word inspection here, right? But does that mean you're going to have to go on site to look at this? Because it's, I imagine it's difficult to do it over the phone, right? It is challenging to do over the phone, but we know that most of our, we know that our uh, partners are already interested in sanitation and safety. So we have, yeah. we have a strong bond of trust with them, but there are some things uh, after the initial phone call, there are some things where, we need photographic proof or we just need to see what they're talking about. So the, the initial intake takes about 60 minutes on the phone. And then there's usually some follow-ups, uh, some questions, photos that are needed. Uh, sometimes we need to interact with other departments as well. So let's go back to the brewery tour then. So I, I complete the questions. We have, a, I guess, a call afterwards where you go through some of those you know, if I haven't hit the 80% in particular, you'll be having a call to say you need to improve in these areas. That is, uh, that's pretty close. The, the actual questionnaire is done over the phone. We, we, don't, we don't release that as right now it is our primary intellectual property. It is the, the, value, the value of the company is in the system that we've set up where we've brought in all of our experts and, and put them through this, uh, this questionnaire and designed it so that it could be used for the Louvre or for a, a zipline tour in Bali. Mm -hmm. And for my brewery tour, I guess I'd be interested in this because, A, I want to do the right thing. I want to make sure that I have high hygiene quality standards on my tour. But um, I want to reassure nervous travelers who come on my tour that, hey, you know, I'm meeting these standards. Right, right. Yeah. There, there's a tremendous need to inspire confidence in travelers right now. Yeah. And and we need to we need to take that extra step as an industry to to communicate that we are very serious about the health of our guests. And one way to do that is to to display a Sansi shield which says, Yes, and I've gone through this intake system, I've gone through a checklist that covers everything from uh, airflow to ticketing to PR communication mm -hmm. and I passed. 
And how much would that cost me for, for like a bus tour, for instance, like a day tour by bus? What would you be looking to charge for that? Well, we are, obviously we are a for-profit company, but we have a huge heart. We know that the industry is really hurting right now. And actually all of our employees, all of us have been laid off uh, from travel industry jobs. So, so we as a company have a, have a huge heart and we know that it's not the best time to be asking for, for money. So a single itinerary on your brewery tour would start at uh, 149 US. Uh, we would not charge you until you actually started offering tours to the public. And we would even be willing to entertain a monthly, uh, a monthly payment instead of the fee up front. So I recognize that's very charitable of you, but how can you keep going as a business if you're not going to generate any cash? <laughs> the business actually was launched on a severance package. So I, I have the cash up front. I need the, I need the future income. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm putting a lot of trust and faith in the people that are putting trust and faith in me that uh, when the invoice comes, the invoice will be paid. Great. What, what have you seen out there that, let, let's keep this to tours and activities for now, because that's the majority of our listeners, but what have you seen tours doing in order to work towards reassuring nervous travelers? What's some of the best practices you've seen? Uh, you know, I've seen some, some great videos that folks have put out of their, of their cleaning practices. Those are spectacular. Uh, I've seen folks that have specifically addressed health and safety on their, their website. It's, uh, it's really, it's all about the communication, Shane. You have to get to the customer when they are making their, their decisions. So would you advise then, and this isn't part of your certification, but let's say I have this bus tour, day tour for breweries, and I would video the deep cleaning of the bus, for instance, and put that on the website. Is that something you would recommend? Absolutely. If it's, if it's something that is going to look good on a video and something that you can clearly explain mm. without inciting fear, then you should absolutely communicate that. I love the video that the ride put out before this hit. Did you see that video? I have seen that one. And I've also seen the one from the, the carriage company. I think it's Royal Carriages in New Orleans. They did a, a fantastic job of not just explaining how they're cleaning, but they, they made it a very personal thing. I felt like they cared about me even though they don't know me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll link to that in the show notes, which our listeners can find at tourpreneur.com forward slash 80. So for tour operators who want to work with you, where can they find you, John? Uh, the best place right now is to connect through our website, which is sansee.travel. There's a connection for email or you can text me. Yeah. Uh, right. Right now, the demand is spectacular. We're running a few days behind on getting to everyone, but rest assured, we want to help everyone. Everyone that wants help. Right now, I'm the only one that is doing the intakes. We are training two more people: one who has done uh, safety and OSHA investigations for the insurance agency. I'm sorry for the insurance industry, and another person who has some public health background. Right. So there'll be, be three of you taking those calls. Well, I wish you all the very best. I think anything that reassures nervous travelers is a good thing. And it's not like you are charging a five-figure sum here for certification. <laughs> we, we do want anyone who wants a fancy shield to be able to get one. Yeah. Uh, and and that's, that's part of our commitment to the industry as a whole. As I mentioned, all of us 
uh, working for the company have been laid off because, you know, because of COVID-19. Yeah. And all of us have jobs that I think we would rather go back to. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that Sansi isn't a wonderful place to work, but uh, our, our, our hearts and souls are, are in the travel industry or in interacting with tourists. So it's in, it's in all of our interests to accelerate the recovery, to do everything we can to, to get travel open and to make sure that, that people are confident when they buy. Yeah. Yeah. Marvelous. Well, well, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share a bit more with us about Sansi, John. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.